<laughs> yep. Champs are back, baby. Uh. Shark Tank Dynasty Podcast. Round two. Round two. <laughs> Yeah, 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 we are back. Welcome back, welcome back. It feels great to be back. How you feeling today? I'm feeling great. Thanks for having me in the beautiful Redwood City, California. Oh, you know, it's, it don't get lost in the woods. I almost did on the way here. <laughs> lost my uh, cell phone reception and a uh, good thing that I was able to get to the taqueria, get my quesadilla on. Yeah, you can't. Man, that El Grulense is flame. Flaming. <laughs> yeah, at- Redwood City has like eight El Grulenses in it, and it's only in Redwood City. This is crazy. That's how good they are. They're able to have eight different locations in one city. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I'm just glad to be back because last week was a bad week for me. I was sick all week. I was yakking. I was coughing up purple. Uh, You know, it was bad. It was a bad week. Had to go to doctors a couple times. Just glad to be back. It's great to have you back, man. I'm glad that you're okay, and uh, I'm ready to get started. Let's let's talk about some of these trades. Yeah, you ready to talk about some of these trades? You know, so when uh, you know when when you when you want to make a trade, how do you handle yourself when you want to make a trade? What are you targeting? When I'm targeting a certain player, um, and I have someone in mind, I I start slow. You know, make sure that the person is um, thinking about getting rid of the player and. Just start slow and talk to them. You know what I mean? Well, if they're not trying to get rid of that player, do you still go at them? If they're not trying to get rid of that player, I usually wait a little bit. I'm not going to go and go super hard in. I'm not going to overpay for a player just because I like someone a little bit more than the guy that I got. But the the way I trade is I go in with value right away. I'm not going to beat around the bush. So Yeah, I always try to look for like maybe lower valued players after that season. That's usually my targets, but there's there's always some players that I, I really want and I don't know. I I usually don't pay up, but Same. sometimes sometimes you know you gotta pick up those phones. Pick up those phones, man. Pick up, <laughs> pick up those phones. Call them up and try to try to make something happen. Hey, that's right, Sean. If you got your eye on a certain player and you really want to get the attention of the shareholder, you need to call him up. If he's not answering your text, he's not answering your WhatsApp. You're not trying hard enough. Give him a call. Hey, give him a call. Give him a call. See those little black boxes? They're called telephones. I'm gonna let you on a little secret about these telephones. They're not going to dial themselves, okay? Without you, they're just worthless hunks of plastic. Like a loaded M16 without a trained marine to pull the trigger. And in the case of the telephone, it's up to each and every one of you. My highly trained Stratonites. My killers! My killers who will not take no for an answer! My fucking warriors who will not hang up the phone until their client either buys or fucking dies! Yeah! <laughs> yeah! And that's how you get it done. I'm pumped! Let's get it. Let's talk about these trades. All right, all right. First trade of the day. I think this is the last trade that happened in the tank, right? Right, that's correct. The last official trade. The last official trade. We have... International Haynes. International Haynes. International Haynes. He traded away AJ Green, Jordan Reed, and a two fourteen. The person that received those trades. The receiver. The guru, buddy. The guru is here. Oh, guru. Guru, man. So, guru, his his trades have been insane. Guru's been all in the <coughs> trade sector this whole month. He's been. Guru's been hitting the block hard. Hitting it real hard, man. Let's let's hear about what Guru received. Guru received the one five. No, no. Guru gave up the one five, the one eleven, and the three two. 
he he received AJ Green, Jordan Reed, and two fourteen. So how are you that, feeling about that? That was quite the trade. I mean, we put the poll on Twitter, and Twitter likes Haynes fifty seven percent to forty three percent, and I think I am with Twitter on that. I like the picks myself. AJ Green is still a top thirty dynasty asset, but I like what Haynes is doing going for the rebuild. You 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 like the the hate sign, huh? I do. I, like I, the I really like what Guru's doing here. He had he came into the season with nothing, and he's leaving with something. And who is he leaving with? A top fifteen receiver in AJ Green, a wide receiver one. Last season, AJ Green. Kill well, okay. He didn't. He didn't kill him last year. About seven hundred <laughs> yards, six touchdowns. You know, AJ Green. When you think about him, you want double that production. You want twelve, thirteen hundred yards. Well, he did get. He did get hurt. Let's not. Let's not forget. He got hurt. Um, his quarterback got hurt as well. Yeah, his quarterback got hurt. AJ Green only played through week eight of last season. So that's about fitting. About. Half season stats for AJ Green. Half season, and he's he's always a killer. My concern with him is just the ability to stay on the field going forward. I mean, he's getting older. He's thirty years old now, and he hasn't played a full season in quite a while. So, um, for this trade to win on Guru's side, AJ Green's going to have to play until he's 35, 36 years old at a high level. I understand that, but we have AJ Green for basically like a one five. He got two first round picks. Well, yeah, a, oh, and Jordan Reed for a one eleven, and the two fourteen for the three two. The two fourteen for three two is basically the same. Yeah, about a three spot difference there. But the one, I mean, Jordan Reed for a one eleven is way overpaying in my eyes. I look at that and <laughs> Jordan Reed hasn't had a healthy season <laughs> in uh, maybe since like his first year, man. <laughs> Jordan Reed's season last year, he had fifty four catches for five fifty eight two touchdowns on the entire year that is not something that you want from your starting tight end <laughs> with how bad the tight end landscape is i'm not even sure jordan reed was a tight end one last year with those numbers what i do like what guru's doing he's targeting these undervalued players aj green definitely undervalued from last season mm-hmm. jordan reed definitely undervalued with the last couple years with injuries but what i can say about jordan reed he did play through week 13 last year on a offense with no quarterback and so what's going to happen next season they're going to bring in hopefully um hopefully they what are they doing in quarterback they have case keenum right now with alex smith not looking like he's going to be ready for next season and if you look at case keenum's season last year in denver it wasn't very tight end friendly there either. Yeah, yes. Case Keenum is not the greatest. Um, Colt McCoy is back there, right? Colt McCoy. There's a lot of Josh Rosen talk over there. There, right there is some Josh Rosen talk. Um, they could possibly pick up a rookie this year. If what, what they like one of the rookies, they slide to him. Uh, Dwayne Haskins might be a good fit there. Could be. And if Dwayne Haskins comes there and Jordan Reed can play a healthy season, I think Guru came Okay, there it is. So, Sean likes Guru's side. I like the international Hain side. Let's go ahead and move on. All right. All right, all right. So, for our next trade here, this one was a blockbuster, Sean. I'm talking, this one was one of my favorite players in the NFL was involved in this trade. Now, when we talk about the... Game over! No way! Because we got Game Genie! Gamezini came up on this one, Sean. Gamezini got a package that included George Kittle, Will Fuller, three thirteen, and a twenty twenty third. So Jesse got two thirds, the best tight end in the league, and Will Fuller. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's those are some good players. Those are some but, great players. But we have somebody feasting on the other side of that trade, and who's feasting? Panda's over here eating with uh, Tyler Lockett, O.J. Howard, the 109, the 201, and the 204. Those are some pretty early picks coming in on that Panda side of the ball. Panda causing pandemonium all over the place this offseason as well. <laughs> now, that, that Twitter poll 
says Jesse wins 56% to 44%, but this one is a lot closer than perceived. Yeah, I, I definitely agree on that. This is a very close trade. It's a very good trade in general, you know. Both teams are getting uh, getting some big players. What what I did what, what side of the trade first of all? What side of the trade do you like? For me, George Kittle is one of my favorite players in the league, so I I lean the Kittle side. I think he's the number one dynasty tight end at 25 years old, the best tight end season that we've ever seen. And I think there's only up from here with Jimmy Garoppolo coming back. So for Panda's side of the ball, I mean, when you come in second place and then you get rid of one of the top tight ends in the game, how do you fill that void? He did get some good pieces back. O.J. Howard is somebody that if he can stay healthy throughout the whole season, he will be a top five tight end. Um, Last year, O.J. Howard... Top five tight end, yes, but he's not pinning up Kittle numbers. He's not going to pin up. (laughs) Right. That's where Panda also got a first-round pick and two early second-round picks. So in this trade alone, Panda got three picks in the top 20 and then also got a receiver that had 10 touchdowns last year in O.J. Howard. Kittle carried him to that second place. 271 fantasy points. Absolutely. Him and Saquon (laughs) Barkley for sure. But they were no match for Fully Loaded. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? Um, I think both sides were really good. I love Tyler Lockett as well, especially with the uncertainty of Doug Baldwin. He had 10 touchdowns last year, 965 yards, 57 catches. That production, if if he's going to be the number one there, that efficiency with that production, I, I expect big things from Lockett. Yeah, um, yeah, they signed Russell Wilson yesterday. So Russell Wilson's going to be back. Lockett, it's turning out to be the number one receiver. No one thought he would be, you yeah. know, after that big season last season. <clears throat> he matched it. And another player that Jesse got in that trade is Will Fuller. Somebody else like O.J. Howard that has trouble staying healthy for the whole season. But... Will Fuller, when he's on the field, there's no doubt he's a game changer. In his limited action last year, Will Fuller had 32 catches, 503 yards for four touchdowns. Who do you like better, Will Fuller or Tyler Lockett? For me, that's a great question. Um, I think I'm, I'm leaning towards Fuller just because I like that offense a lot better. Um, I think that if Will Fuller is healthy, he would have a better season than Tyler Lockett, and you don't trade for players banking on them getting hurt. You trade for players hoping that they're going to stay healthy. You think you have a better season than Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett, 234 fantasy points last year, almost 1,000 yards, 965 yards off of 57 receptions. Yeah, the big thing there that stands out is 10 touchdowns. touchdowns. How many times is he going to be able to finish with 10 touchdowns in a Seattle offense that loves to run the ball? To me, I just think Will Fuller has a more consistent way of seeing uh, targets and maybe even touchdowns, but those both of those players have tremendous potential. I think I think both of those players are coming in fairly even. I agree. In in the rankings coming in the next season. I agree. That's a that's a very yeah, it's like a evenish trade. That but George Kittle, that's that's the come up. Yes, sir. That is the come up or Panda might come up with that 109. Yeah, I mean, two hundred one in the top 20. Two hundred four proven to find gems in the second round. So if anybody's going to come out with the, some value getting rid of George Kittle with uh, second round picks, it'll be Panda. Pandemonium. Pandemonium. All right. Let's break down the next trade. Trade number three. We have... Panda again, pandemonium. Panda again. You are free to eat. Am I? Are you? And and Panda's over here eating, receiving the 106 Mm. and a 2021st from... Guru. The poo-poo. The trade guru. The trade guru comes through and slices Panda again. Coming through with Devontae Freeman for the 106 and a 2021st. Mm. How many, how many, do you know how many picks 
first round picks Guru came into this season with? Oh man, Guru seemed like he owned half the first round before he got started trading all these picks. And and he's coming. I think he's coming out on top with this trade over here. Um, the polls don't seem to agree with me. <laughs> Let's read out the polls <laughs> since we already mentioned it. The the polls came in. With 188 votes, 85% would take the 106 and the 2021st over Devontae Freeman. Yeah, that 15% is pretty much you and Guru and a couple of Falcon fans. (laughs) (laughs) Right now, um, Devontae Freeman's value is a mid-first in 2019. So the 2020 was just an addition that Panda was able to squeeze out of the Guru. (laughs) Um, but Guru, at the same time, totally revamped his team this offseason. I completely understand. Guru did not have a 2021st next year already. So he wants to compete this year. He doesn't want to lay down and just play dead. Guru wants to get some firepower and compete. Yeah, Guru's coming. Guru is coming next season. I really love this pick of Devontae Freeman. Talk about undervalued players. You, you cannot replace Devontae Freeman with that. 106 pick you're not going to find a player that's going to replace Devontae Freeman numbers coming this season uh, I, I feel like Devontae Freeman I mean last season he didn't even play he played what two games last season for for no points and yeah. that that's why he comes in super undervalued yeah. the season before that he was a, a, a RB1 yeah. And he's been an RB1 for a couple years. The past three seasons. Yeah. It's the same thing as A.J. Green to me. They absolutely have the potential to be a number one in their position, but they're only getting older. They're coming off injuries. It's not something that I would want to put my money on personally, but I do see why Guru did make these moves. He wants to compete. And and he will be competing, man, because Devontae Freeman for a 106 – the draft hasn't happened yet, but if you mock the 106 probably right now, you, you're you going to end up with like a mediocre wide receiver, maybe a, a, a middle running back. I mean, that's someone that's not going to play, have value this season. Well, so, we don't know that just yet. This is the thing is the NFL draft hasn't happened, so it's hard to picture who you're going to get at that one. Yeah, it's but, all it's all guesswork. But with that being said, these picks get more valuable as you get closer to the draft. And once that draft happens, the picks get a value boost because you held on to them for that long. So I look at the long run here. I think that at that 1-6, he's going to be able to get someone to start right away. And I look at Devontae Freeman, I see a RB1. The Guru just flipped for a 106 and a 2021st. I, I like it. Yes, yes. All right. Let's break down the next trade. The next trade. We have the commish himself. Sharknado in the house making some noise. The Sharknado. Watch out. There's a Sharknado coming. Y'all better watch out. The storm is coming. The the storm is here. It has arrived. It has arrived. And the storm includes Jared Cook and three three second round picks. He got the 211, 212 this year, and a 2020 second. Not a bad haul from the Shark, but the question is, who did he give up? He gave up uh, Jordan Howard, the Duck, CJ Uzama, and the 301 to Drunk Marv. So, um, how you feeling about what, what side of the trade are you liking on this one? This let's let's, let's me, go to the stats. Let's go to the stats. Twitter poll says Shark wins the, the trade 62% to 38%. For me, this one, I like Shark's side as well, but it's not because of Jared Cook. I, I like the second round picks. I think that Shark will be able to find somebody there. But at the same time, Jordan Howard is very underrated. One of those guys that you said that gets undervalued, trade target, he is that. He's underrated because of what? That's a great question. It's a perceived thing in his offense that he wasn't a good fit, 
But if we look at his stats from last year, he had 935 rushing yards, nine touchdowns, and he also had 20 catches for 145 yards. So he was over 1,000 yards from scrimmage. He had nine touchdowns from scrimmage. It was perceived to be a bad year from Jordan Howard. But if he could keep this production up in Philly with a better offensive line there. And four running backs. That's the thing. <laughs> I, I don't like the odds of uh, Jordan Howard recreating this production again. So for me, I like Shark side because of those picks. What about you? Yeah. Um, I mean, Jordan Howard, I feel like he's just like a, a filler spot over there in Philly. Um, hopefully he plays uh, a... I think he's going to be like in the a uh, Jai role, kind of like a Jai role over there, which which did look decent for the first couple games of season last year, but I just don't he just doesn't seem that talented to me and if I had to say anything, I'd have to ask the judge how he feels about this one. Man, judge, chime in. I'm just How do you feel about Jordan Howard? I'm just a and I'll start you Jordan right. Howard can absolutely do better from a yard per carry standpoint. <laughs> He's about 3.7 yards per carry. That's not something I want to see from my running back. Um, at the same time, Marv did get rid of some of his best players and he needs some starters so i see why he did want jordan howard <laughs> yes what about jared cook so let's let's talk about jared cook and these tight ends that were included in this trade jared cook last year 68 catches 896 yards for six touchdowns do you see him creating that production in new orleans yeah um i see jordan jared cook uh Hitting up some some decent numbers in New Orleans. Uh, honestly, uh, Drew Brees hasn't thrown to his tight ends since since the Jimmy Graham days. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Every every single tight end that comes into the Saints, people are always thinking, "Oh, it's the next Jimmy Graham. It's going to be the next the next coming of Jimmy Graham." And, and it hasn't happened. Yeah, it hasn't happened. Kobe Fleener, remember that? Yeah, Kobe. I remember the, that was the Kobe Fleener hype. Yeah. The Kobe Fleener hype. Some people were excited hype. to get Kobe Fleener that year. Yeah, I'm and, I mean, Jared Cook is a better talent. Hopefully they figure out a way to use him. And uh, I could definitely see him getting a lot of touchdowns, maybe in the 10 touchdown range. Wow. But, but receiving yards and receptions, I just – don't feel like he's gonna have as great of a season as last season where he was felt like the focal point of that offense yeah he was the only pass catcher there standing everyone else was gone uh and on the cj uzama yeah cj uzama at 43 catches last year for 439 and he had three touchdowns so about half the production that jared cook had he's basically just like a filler in that trade um yeah he's just he's just Threw him in there. <laughs> yeah, good job, Shark. Way to create some space. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. threw him in there. So let's talk about the next one that we got on the list here. This one is a pretty big trade. Um, the Panda himself making moves steadily all offseason. He's feasting. He's feasting. to eat. Ultimate Am feast. Are you? What? The Kung Fu Panda came up on... David Johnson this offseason. David Johnson himself, the man, the myth, the legend. <laughs> the man, the myth, the legend. Coming off uh, a bad season, but after one of the greatest seasons of all time. Yeah, and David I David mean, Johnson is back. A bad season in David Johnson's standards, it's still an RB1. So, <laughs> yes. At, at the end of the day, Panda, I think. Uh, your trade here definitely fits in with what Sean was saying earlier about going for the lower-valued guys that could bounce back. David Johnson is capable of doubling the numbers he had last year, but at the same time, he was still an RB1. Now, um, as let's, far as what... Let's jump into the Mike Davis speculations. Yeah, absolutely. As Mike, far as what Marv received for David Johnson. Yeah, Mike, Mike Davis... Um, 
there's a, there's a lot of positive outlook coming from Mike Davis next season. Um, after last season, he he was seldomly used uh, the 133 fantasy points, uh, a little over 500 yards. But he is a receiving running back with 34 receptions for 200 yards last season. I could definitely see Mike Davis being a focal point of that Bears offense. Um, Tariq Cohen killed it last year mm-hmm. and he was the only receiving back there I, I see mike davis just eating into that workload and being that he, he's gonna be that big bruiser back on uh on those first and second downs uh, terry cohen is not a first and second down back and when mike davis on the field they, they will also throw it to him where jordan howard wasn't that guy what I like most about this trade for Marv, if anything, would be the two 2020 first-round picks and the 2020 second-round pick that you scooped up. That draft is going to be loaded. Marv's planning for the future here. He sees a few teams, and he didn't feel like, I guess, he could compete this year. But you got a lot of draft capital, Marv. That Those two 2020 first-round picks will, will definitely be – I like the 2020 draft in general. Oh, yeah. And that – those two 2020 first-round picks could definitely be valuable. Depends how well Shark does this year, though. Shark's been making some moves, and he has a team that can – I don't see him finishing last next season. Neither do I. And our power rankings reflect that already. We got faith in you, Shark. Now, the Twitter poll says Panda won this trade 59% to 41%. Um, it, it wasn't as bad as perceived. A lot of people thought Marv just got raped, but he didn't. It wasn't as bad as expected. Now, we talked about David Johnson having, in his uh, eyes, a bad year. Let's talk about his numbers last year. 940 rushing yards, seven touchdowns on the ground, and also had 50 catches for 446 yards and another three touchdowns. So he had double-digit touchdowns from scrimmage, over 1,300 yards from scrimmage, but he's capable of having 2,000. <laughs> yeah, he he's, David Johnson is definitely capable of having the thousand yard receiving, thousand yard rushing season very easily. And with that new Cliff Kingsbury offense, oh yeah, uh, pass attack might go up. Kyler what, Murray. Yes. Uh, the only thing about David Johnson, the last season really hurt anyone that had David Johnson because you were getting some a lot of games under ten fantasy points. And that just hurt. That just hurt. Yeah. Um, with the 10 fantasy points, um, it depends on if it was a standard league or a PPR league. But I'm sure um, in a PPR league, he didn't have many performances under 10 with over 1,300 yards from scrimmage and 50 catches and 10 touchdowns. But Marvin was in the semifinals this year. You know, he was with us, Sean in the semifinals and he decided to get rid of someone that brought him there. It's it's going to be interesting to see how this trade plays out for Marv, but he does have a ton of draft capital and that draft capital will get a boost with the NFL draft coming. Oh, most definitely, most definitely. All right, so let's dive into the next one now. The next one we have here, we have a small a small little swap from So Game Zini wanted to move up in the second round, and he made that known. What he did is he gave up Doug Baldwin in the 2-5 to move up to the 2-1. Who was on the other side of the trade, you ask? You are free to eat. The panda has been feasting. All right, all right. Let's talk about Doug Baldwin for a second. Doug Baldwin, you know, coming in with uh, 50 receptions for 618 yards. He was hurt most of the season. Uh, he's still talking about he's still hurt. I think he just had surgery in the offseason. Yeah. And he's he's coming back. Um, how do you feel about Doug Baldwin coming into the next season? I think that Doug Baldwin was a steal, and so does Twitter, with the poll being at 85% to 15%. <laughs> I mean, Doug Baldwin was injury-riddled all year last year, and he still managed to get half the stats he usually does with five touchdowns, 618, 50 catches. Double those numbers, that's typical Doug Baldwin. Uh, he has more surgery scheduled this offseason, 
which is going to be interesting to see if he's ready for training camp in week one. But I think if Doug Baldwin plays t- even 12 games this year, that was a come up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. 12 healthy games of Doug Baldwin to move back four spots and then you get to keep him. I mean, that that is a steal to me. Yeah, I, I, I think Doug Baldwin's definitely one of the undervalued players coming in this season. He, he barely played last season and like you said, let him get an extra six games under his belt yeah. and see where those stats take him. Yeah. Definitely, I see him fishing around wide receiver two range. Yeah, absolutely. If he's healthy, he will definitely be wide receiver two. He's the, he's the reception guru over there in he's Seattle. Te- he's a tactician is what they call it. Stanford, he was someone that was always a baller in my eyes, and I hate that he's on the Seahawks. <laughs> Moving on, let's talk about the next one. The next trade. The next trade. I mean, this guy, he's just all over the uh, the trade catalog here you this offseason. Am I? Are you? Apparently, finishing in second place doesn't mean much because the Panda just decided to <laughs> to feast to feast this offseason. Feasting all season, <laughs> all offseason. Uh, Saquon Barkley over there at this point. <laughs> no, he's got Tom Brady as well. But Panda, he went out and grabbed Golden Tate. He went out and made a move for Golden Tate. The number one wide receiver on the Giants. No, I mean, the money doesn't say that. Sterling Shepard is looking like the number one. But at the same time, Golden Tate, I, I don't even know what you can expect from him anymore. You know, after looking at his season last year with the Eagles on a brand new team, a team that... Let's talk about the other side goal. of the trade real quick. Yeah, absolutely. The, the other side of the trade, I, I like this side better. Mr. Joel... Mr. Nyquil woke up from a slumber. Yeah. He, he's awoken, and uh, he receives Tyrell Williams. Number two on the Raiders. Yeah, and I love that move. Uh, the 2-1-3 and a 20-20-2nd. I think that was an awesome trade for Joel. Twitter does as well, 84% to 16%. Who do you think is going to have a better season next year, Golden Tate or Tyrell question. Williams? That's a great question. I think Tyrell Williams will have a better season next year, and he actually had a way better season last year as well. If you look at the production last year, Golden Tate had 30 catches for 278 and one touchdown on the season, which is just disgusting. Tyrell Williams had 41 catches for 653 and five touchdowns. And I think that he has room for more production in Oakland as the number two, the clear-cut number two. Um, we'll see. Depends what. I, how do you feel about the quarterback situation? If, if if the Giants get another quarterback, you think they're going to play him? No, I think Eli's the starter this year. <laughs> think Eli's going to start all season? Yeah, unless he gets injured, they've been pretty adamant about that. Unless Eli walks away on his own power or he gets injured, it seems like they're planning on Eli for this year and possibly next year, which is crazy. I think Golden Tate though, he does have that game-breaking ability. He can catch a short pass and take it to the house, and he's shown that. Yeah, it's just been a while since we've seen the production that you expect from Golden Tate. I mean, the year before that, he wasn't on the Eagles. He only had 570-plus yards that year. So the last two seasons, he hasn't even had 1,000 yards. To me, I'd rather go with the production and then the picks as well. To me, I thought this trade could have been a swap. It could have been Tate for Williams. Yeah. Joel got the two first-round picks on top of that. So I, I love Joel's side. That was a great trade. Yeah, yeah. This is a great come-up for Joel. Um, yeah, I just – you're right. I, I feel like it it's definitely could have been a swap. Just like it feels like those players are pretty close to even. But mm-hmm. I would I would think Golden Tate would pit up more fancy points than Tyrell Williams this season. We shall see. We shall. And we shall. Let's go into the next trade. A little mediocre trade going on. We have El Guru. The trade guru. The trade guru. Coming in, picking up Devontae Parker for the 202 from from the commission. The commission himself. Go, 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 go
right. Also, a quick shout out to Sean for working on these drops, man. These <laughs> excellent. Uh, he, he went in and made all these drops for us. Very thoughtful. Thank you, Sean. Yeah, yeah, the drops are pretty funny. All right, so Devontae Parker for a 202. Um, I mean, how do you, how you feel about that? Devontae he, Parker it doesn't have a big body of work to just predict anything from. He doesn't, and that's what was interesting about the Dolphins re-signing him for another three years is he didn't – the first experiment obviously didn't work out. What makes you want to do another sign-up for another three years? But when I look at this trade – the Twitter poll likes the 2-2 better, 69% to 31%, and I lean that way as well. When uh, I look at Devontae Parker's numbers from last year, 24 catches for 309 yards, one touchdown, that's not going to cut it. Well, obviously last year is just one of those outliner years. I mean, they didn't – they barely – he, it felt like he barely played. Like, he's barely on the field, and he he doesn't he, – he wasn't involved in the offense at all. Yeah. Getting, getting rid of the coach, a new quarterback coming in, he's yeah. definitely an undervalued player. And he could break out this season into maybe a, what, a wide receiver four, Oof. three. Yeah, I mean, a four borderline five, you know what I mean? That's what you're really banking on at this point. Anything more than that is just like you're you're hoping it's a lotto ticket at that point. But like you said, let's look at last year. Last year, Adam Gase was the coach, and it was the same coach that he's had. And obviously he was phased out of the game plan there. Now they got a new coach that comes into town, Brian Flores, defensive mind from the Patriots. I just don't see the upside there. I'm looking at the quarterback situation with Fitzmagic. I think Fitzmagic had a great season last year because it was a product of Todd Munkin and the weapons that he had. I'm looking at Miami. He doesn't have those same weapons. Oh, he doesn't. He doesn't. But he's a, he's a big receiver that could go up and get the ball. And when they're down, the Dolphins will be down this season. Yes, they will. <laughs> they're going to have to throw it to Kitty Stills and Devontae Parker. Yeah, Kenny Stills would be my pick out of those two guys. But at the same time, it's an offense that I'm staying away from. Hence why uh, we'll talk about a trade that I did next. Yeah, most people are staying away from that offense. But for the 202, I mean... I like it. I mean, that's... that's Guru had to get rid of some picks. And you got to get rid of some picks for players. That's not the worst... I would have probably targeted Pick, uh, like uh, Will Fuller, Tyler Lockett with that 2-2 instead of going for Devontae Parker. You know what I mean? That's yes. Just me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I look at this trade and a lot of people on Twitter uh, were curious about the price check for Devontae Parker. And a lot of people thought a third round was more fitting. But at the same time, Guru had draft capital to burn. <laughs> Yes, yes, he did. Alrighty, so let's let's go ahead and move on from this one. Um, not too much to say about Devontae Parker there, but uh, it looks like the champion. There is here. something to say about Devontae Parker. You want? There's something else. Yes. Go ahead. The floor is yours. <laughs> this is trash. <laughs> I think that's Guru's motto. Every time he goes out and makes a trade. Just <laughs> Let's run that back one more time. Oh, I love trash. Not much more needs to be said after that one, right? <laughs> now, let's go ahead and get into the next trade that we have here. It looks like uh, the champion himself. Okay, I'm Fully loaded. Fully loaded. Received the 2-5. 2-5 from Mike Kosicki. Back in the second round. And uh, who who wanted Mike Kosicki here? You are free to eat. None other than the Feasting Panda. This guy has been nonstop. Huh? <laughs> Is it every trade? It seems like it. Yeah, it's every trade. I hear the panda drop. So what's crazy about this trade is out of all the Twitter polls that we've done, we did a Twitter poll for each trade. This one was the closest one. Uh, the Twitter poll says Panda won this trade 51% to 49%. Super close. You're splitting hairs at that point. Mike Gusecki, 
had one of the best combines as a tight end. He tested in the 99th percentile, and I think that's what Panda's looking at is that upside. Yeah, it, I mean, there's definitely some upside there. Like like we just mentioned, that Dolphins offense, there it's the unknown. And the if unknown. you get a piece of the unknown, you know, you might hit. He's, he's gambling on the Dolphins offense next season because there's no real body of work for Mike Kosicki yeah, in the NFL. Last season, 22 catches for 202 yards, no touchdowns. Yeah, not used. I mean, but that offense was just... That, I mean, zero touchdowns. That is just... You at least want to see something there. The guy played enough to have 20 catches and zero touchdowns is not promising from a tight end. At least he's starting. Yeah, at least he's starting. True that. <laughs> That's because, uh, I mean, there's no... <laughs> they got nothing else on Gesicki. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think the Dolphins, they pretty much are just... Oh, I love <laughs> Dolphins, that pretty much explains their whole mindset and theory of signing back Devontae Parker and having this putrid offense. They just vision, just Dolphin just swimming through, like, a little... <laughs> so it dropped, like... <laughs> <laughs> Those bottle, the, the things that hold the soda cans, the little plastic things. There's dolphins just swimming around, getting stuck in all the trash. Oh my god! <laughs> swimming around Mark's house. <laughs> I'm just playing Mark. You, you see Flipper just just hitting some trash in the air, balancing on his nose, oh doing my tricks. Yeah, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean when I when I look at this trade, I don't I don't think Gasecki's trash. I think uh, tight ends take a while to develop there, and I see what Panda's doing. But for me, I'm going to, of course, take my side of the trade. I do like the 2-5. Um, of course you like your side. Yeah. That's we'll why you made the trade. You know what was interesting about this trade is I had no intention of getting rid of Gusecki. Panda contacted me trying to give me 313. I said, get that out of here. And I said I would probably trade him for a mid-2. Where did you get Gusecki last season? From last season, he was involved in a trade. Oh, you got him from a trade, like. Oh, you got him from the the rhinos. <laughs> yep, got him from the Toon Bighorn Rhino. Was it which trade was that? That trade involved. That hurts. It was Antonio Callaway. And some change, and I got Gasecki. Okay. Yeah. Why did you want Gasecki at the at that moment? That was his first year, right? That was his first year. I liked him in the combine. Uh, that was my favorite tight end coming out of the draft. And apparently, Ryan chose the right tight, wrong tight end, being drunk, and wanted the tight end that I chose because that's who he wanted, which was Dallas Goddard. Okay. He was my second tight end on the board, so I, I was interested in Gasecki. We ended up swapping uh, quarterbacks. I got Josh Allen out of it. I mean, Josh Rosen. He got Josh Allen. And that's how it went down. That's how I got Gasecki and then flipped him into 2-5. Two 2-5. Five. Two five. You can pick up another Gasecki at 2-5. Hey, don't give away <laughs> my secret. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go ahead and dive into the next one, huh? The next trade. I think you're back on the board again, and we back. have fully loaded. Back to back, baby. And it's we, like uh, my championships coming up going to be back to back. This trade right here, we have fully loaded trading trading Derek Carr. Yeah, for the one fourteen from uh, the, the man himself, the trade guru. Yeah, guru. The yeah. trade guru. I really like what Guru's doing here. Coming up on Derek Carr. DC we just got four. a whole slew of wide receivers. AB, Tyrell Williams. Like, this they are not done either. They, <laughs> they have a vacancy at tight end and at running back. I expect them to draft people in the draft. I sure. yeah, I, of course they're drafting people. I mean, drafting <laughs> those positions, drafting tight end and a running back. Yeah, yeah, I definitely could see them drafting one of those good tight ends this year. Uh, maybe a running back. Uh, they did pick up Crowell. Maybe they won't get a running back, but we'll see. And uh, we have the Twitter poll coming in. Um, Derek Carr, thirty-five percent of the votes. 
and the 114 for the 65 percent uh the twitter poll 57 votes says you won this this trade nice how you feeling feeling great 114 i had four quarterbacks on my roster and i got rid of my third string for a first round pick so that sounds amazing that's true that's true that worked out for your team and it definitely worked out for guru's team coming up on Derek carr i do love Derek carr i've met him in person the guy is a stand-up guy excellent leader and i see him being the franchise quarterback still the franchise quarterback let's talk about Derek carr for a second what did he yeah. finish last season Derek Carr, I mean, 4,049 yards, and he had 19 touchdowns to 10 interceptions and then a quarterback rating of 93.9, which is best of his career, interesting enough. That's very interesting. Coming yeah. in with a brand-new head coach. Brand-new head coach. A lot of people perceived Derek Carr's year as really bad last year, and sure enough, his quarterback rating says different. I mean, the team was bad. The team was bad. The a Raiders lot of people were have bad. A conspiracy that they kind of tanked it this year. Um, they probably did. There was there was like laughing on the sidelines when they were getting blown out. <laughs> it's kind of like they were sticking according to plan. And now look at them. They have all these assets and Mike Mayock at the helm, who has been analyzing the draft for years on TV. So I'm excited to see what what the Raiders end up doing, and I'm excited for Derek Carr. But I'm happy to get a first round pick out of it. I believe that. I believe you're happy. You had a lot of QBs. That's a good move for your team, and I feel like it's a good move for Guru's team. Yeah. Picking up Derek Carr. Yeah, Derek Carr on the rise with these weapons for sure. I completely agree. All right. All right. All right. So this one right here, this next trade, um, this one was probably the worst trade in the offseason, in my opinion. This one was the most lopsided. And... Uh, Antonio Callaway trade? No, this this trade next uh, on our slew here is our commissioner. Oh! Yeah, Marv, you should have listened to that song and just ran away from the Sharknado this time because... <laughs> Julio! Got you, and they got your best player. <laughs> Julio! Julio Jones. Wow. Julio for Marv's, what, 113? Chris 113, Carson. Chris Carson and Larry Fitz. Larry Fitz. So you got Panda's first round pick, Chris Carson, Larry Fitzgerald. I mean... What did the poll say on the trade? Oh, man. The poll said Shark wins 89% to 11%. That's not what the poll said. The poll said Marv. The poll also said Marv. You also need to. Marv, the poll says for Julio. Uh, the poll said Marv you could do better definitely said that Marv you need to listen to uh, our judge here and when he says you can do better shop your guys around man see what they're worth man hit up Drake he knows what he's talking about <laughs> he knows exactly what he's talking about he would have loved Julio Jones <laughs> 89% in That's Sharks favor unreal and it makes sense you look at 97 Julio's. votes nice man so that's literally 89 people out of 100 pretty much trade away when you look at julio's numbers these last five years he's been extremely consistent just like antonio brown but let's talk about this last year since it's the most recent 113 catches 1677 yards and eight touchdowns in a low year where he didn't have a touchdown for the first eight games yeah, is that wide receiver one overall? <laughs> wide receiver one overall. I think. I think the uh, most Antonio, most yards was Antonio Brown number one. I think so. It, it's, it, They're top, close. <laughs> top wide receiver that brought you to the semifinals. You had the stack: Matt Ryan, Julio Jones stack. I love those stacks. Oh, that is a nice stack. You broke it up. <laughs> that is a nice stack for a 12 pack of Lagunitas <laughs> oh man Julio and Matt Ryan Woo! so interesting though is Chris Carson 
His value is very low compared to the production that he put up last season. Chris Carson last season had 1,151 yards on the ground, nine touchdowns. Also add 163 through the air. Oh, I love Chris Carson last season. Wow. Chris Carson was killing it. He's, he's the RB1 on that team, and he he gets the – how many carries did he have? 247. So he was over four yards per carry. Uh, he was just about at five. And he, he got all the work. 4.7 yards per carry. Yeah, he, he had an excellent season. If he can duplicate that production, it doesn't turn out to be as bad as the poll says it is, but – a yeah. lot of people are concerned. You got Rashad Penny, first-round draft capital that they spent. Yeah, waiting for Rashad Penny to cut into those carries. Right. I mean, at least he got a 113 out of it. Um, Larry yeah. Fitz is uh, he's almost he's almost in the retirement home. Yeah, and you look he's at Larry there. Fitz last year, and it's something where he's got a new head coach again. He has a new quarterback again. And last year he had 734 yards. Six touchdowns, not a typical Larry Fitzgerald season. No, definitely not. Seems like Marv might have been sold on a brand name there. <laughs> Very smart of Shark to dump him off right before the expiration date. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, Chris Carson, Larry, 113 for the top wide receiver in the league. I mean, oh. Marv is in the rebuilding process, and uh, he's he's collecting picks. I think that's what's going on. I think when I look at this trade, I just this is what I think. Oh, I, love trash. I look at this trade, and every single person in this trade <laughs> could be obsolete next season. Larry Fitzgerald could retire. Chris Carson could be a backup. One thirteen could be a bust. <laughs> this can easily be Julio Jones for nothing. <laughs> for trash. For trash. <laughs> and it just seems like Marv loves him some trash, you know? Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, I'm excited to see you draft, Marv. We are going to be paying attention because if you can hit on these draft picks, we will eat our words. But at the same time, man. You trade away the top wide yeah. receiver. You got the to shop, shop. shop them around, man. If you have somebody like that, you know, you're going to get rid of a, a top-tier player. There might have been someone that was willing to give you a lot more than what you got because Julio Jones might be their favorite player. Yeah. It's just uh, better to shop around, get some value. Yeah, I agree with the judge on this one. Yeah. The judge, chime in. I'm just all right, all right. We have a uh, any. Uh, that was all the trades of the offseason. Huh? That was it. Let's let's talk about. This is one of the biggest trades. During the season. Yes. Let's break this one down real Absolutely. quick. Absolutely. Let's do it. We have coming in. Coming in with. Melvin Gordon and 2-3. Melvin Gordon and 2-3. None other than the commission himself. <laughs> Melvin Gordon 2-3 picked up by Sharknado for Le'Veon Bell. Who goes to... What do you think about that? I turned myself into a pickle! I'm Pickle Rick! Pickle Rick! Pickle Rick in the house! The Le'Veon Bell trade. Man, that was a big blockbuster trade during the season. Huge, huge trade. And uh, man, Le'Veon Bell or Melvin Gordon, how do you feel next season? I like Melvin Gordon in the second round pick. I don't think it is as... Big of a discrepancy, as Twitter says. Gordon getting 81% of 689 votes. This, this uh, Was this, this Twitter poll before Bell got signed, got signed to the this Jets? This was during the season last year when Bell was rapping, putting out an album. <laughs> preparing. <laughs> preparing that trash? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> preparing. Here's a peek, sneak peek at Le'Veon Bell's uh, album. Just a little sneak peek for the Shark Tank. 
<laughs> yeah, but I, I'm with the Twitter world. The album release thing. party. The, the <laughs> album release party. It's going down. Oscar's going to be there. <laughs> He's the DJ. He's the DJ. <laughs> coming out of the trash can. Yeah. Okay. I, I look at it, and I think, uh, you know, Le'Veon Bell, what do you think about the fit? How do you feel about the New York Jets fit? Uh, I... I thought he would go to a better offense, but what I do like is Adam Gase going over there, mm-hmm. Le'Veon Bell being a pass-catching running back, and uh, I think Bell's going like to, like I was trying to say last time, Bell's going to rack up receptions, and I feel like he could get eclipse 100 receptions on that Jets offense. Yeah, he's going to be the focal point, and they paid him to be the focal point. He's going to be a receiver and a running back, all in one, just like he was at the Steelers. So I'm excited for the production there, but I do like the offense at the Chargers better. I think there's more opportunity for touchdowns. Oh, definitely in that Chargers offense, one of the highest-scoring offenses of last season. So that's for me. I'm going Melvin Gordon in that second-round pick. Just a little throw-in. Honestly, that could have been a swap as well. I don't think the pick was necessary. Yeah, I don't think the pick was necessary. Melvin Gordon coming at 283 fantasy points last season. Do you think he's going to put up more or less points than Bell? More. I'm going to go over. You're going to take take, uh, Melvin Gordon outproducing Bell next season. I'm going to take Melvin Gordon outproducing Bell next season. Yeah, yeah, this is going to be a close one, man. Yeah. That's that's that will always be that will be the debate all off season. Two running back ones going at it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you, can, you can't debate it more than that. That's about yeah. it. You know, is is that it for the trades? That's it for the trades, fellas. Until we get a few more, I'm sure with the NFL draft coming up, our draft coming up, we will have some more to talk about. Yeah, it's it's hard to depict trades. You know, like who won, who lost, when. Most of the players in our league are just receiving draft picks. And it's really what they flip those draft picks into. Absolutely. Do they pick bus? Do they pick the hitters? Or do they pick trash? Uh, (laughs) That was my own drop. (laughs) Yeah, it really just depends on who those picks turn into, you know? Marvin, that Julio Jones trade rides on that draft pick. I'm letting you know that right now. If you draft a bust with 1.13, you pretty much got Chris Carson for Julio Jones. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, if, if Larry retires this season... (laughs) (laughs) I think Larry if they're losing bad enough he might walk out week 10 and just be like I'm done guys it's been real you know take an injury real quick I'm gonna go to vacation yeah he's gonna be he's gonna go to Europe he's gonna be partying up yeah oh man that's that yeah I mean I don't know what to say man some of these trades are just I don't know. I wouldn't have done them myself. When you look at the trades that we went over, what what do you think is the best trade? What was your favorite one? The one that you think made sense for both sides? It was a win-win. Oh, what what I really like is, like I said, what the guru has been doing this offseason. He he took a team with uh, just a few startable players on it, and he picked up A.J. Green. He picked up Derek Carr. Um He's he's picking up some some startable players who can make who can make a big splash in the regular season. Yeah, when I look definitely at undervalued off, players. When I look at the offseason winners, to me, Shark is like a clear winner for sure. Uh, we talked about the Melvin Gordon trade, but that Julio Jones trade. Those yeah, he came up with Julio. Two blue chip players that you acquired. He came up. I mean, Shark's team did have all running backs on it. Like we said, when we were doing the power rankings, he right. had no wide receivers. Um, he, Julio was a big cub up for him. He needed a top wide receiver or just anything at wide receiver. Uh, who who do you think is the biggest losers this uh, these trades? Oh uh, yeah, Marvin to me is the clear. He lost out. Um, you know when you get rid of your two best players in one off season. And you get pretty much just draft capital back. It's going to be hard to replace that production right away. 
Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, uh, yeah, I think I think that wraps it up. It has been a great episode. Shark Tank Dynasty. Shark Tank Dynasty. Yeah, maybe hopefully we'll have some something better to talk about after this uh this NFL draft. Yeah. This I'm, Shark Tank draft. I'm excited for the draft. We could do a draft review or something. Absolutely, absolutely. Can't wait to see you fellas at the draft. It's gonna be a great time. Please try to try to do your best at making it. We don't get to see a lot of you guys often and it'd be great to just get everyone together. Oh yeah, yeah. It's definitely will be a fun time at the draft party. That, are we are we doing the NFL draft? Everyone's showing up. Where are we going? Hooters or something? Um, yes, that is probably going to be Hooters, but might be determined. I don't want someone coming and ruining ruining our draft uh, event at Hooters. I feel it. Yeah, you know, said there. So, <laughs> yeah, we will talk to you guys next time. Yeah. Until then, Until Champions then. League is it just finished, and uh, I'm about to go watch this game. Yeah, I heard it was a good one. <laughs> yeah. All right, fellas. Check it out.